From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. Welcome to today's podcast. Uh, we're going to do something a little bit different today. And, and we're, we'll probably call it Random Pod, uh, something like that. I, I'm, I'm sure if we called it our pod, Apple would get mad. So we'll stick with Random Pod. Um, you know, a lot of times, Manisha, you and I have talked about this. Uh, we were talking about it earlier this week. Sometimes, you know, we, we spend a lot of time and effort div- uh, building up these podcasts. And frankly, sometimes there's just as an advisor, you have so many things happening at once that it's it's good to just kind of fire off and knock these things out, right? So, so that's really our approach today is, is there are several different topics we're going to hit. It's a little bit different format than we've done before. Uh, but on that note... Uh, Manish, you want to you want to start with the CARES Act and uh, and touch on that? Yeah, I mean, full disclosure, neither you or I are really experts on this thing. It's humongous. There's a lot of details uh, for for advisors. Uh, Kitsis once again is a huge resource. Absolutely. They took the time and effort to dive into this, so definitely go check that out. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, tons of information, not only for small business owners but also for your end clients. Uh, we want to touch on two things. Number one is the Payroll Protection Act um, and or PPP protection plan or whatever. Um, you know, this could be uh, something for advisors to look into. Uh, essentially, if you can make a good faith um, sort of argument that you have been affected by this COVID-19, you can apply for a loan that equates to eight weeks of payroll uh, the, actually, it'll be two and a half times, um, let me just make sure, uh, your monthly payroll uh, up to eight weeks, uh, no more than $10 million. Most advisors would be you know, much less than that. And if you spend it on certain items like payroll, um, medical uh, premiums, et cetera, over that eight-week period, it can be forgivable. And it sounds too good to be true, but, but frankly, um, it, it isn't. And so they're they're starting to accept applications um, April third. We're recording this on the second, uh, so I'm sure there'll be a long line of people trying to get in on this. Uh, any thoughts on your end? Have you read about this PPP thing and and uh, at all? Yeah, well, I I, I have, um, and you know the you sort of again in our beginning of our discussion you you were looking more at the uh, from a business standpoint i was taking time to look because i'm talking to advisors so much i was taking more time to look at some of the individual participant uh, client i shouldn't say participant but client details um the the whole payroll thing is pretty interesting i did see there's some caveats on you know, on some of the the revenue and and things like that, it just this is a this is definitely a big topic, and so it's worth um, as you mentioned, it's worth starting with the Kitsis blog post, which we'll put in the uh, you know in our show notes. Uh, but a couple of things that I wanted to touch on that stood out to me, uh, unless you have more that you wanted to talk about on the the payroll piece. Uh, no, I, I, no, yeah, I mean, I think the the one thing is. Even though you may not be a restaurant and you don't think you've been affected, um, you you could be affected as an as an advisor. Uh, yeah. Whether it's you know conferences you're supposed to go to to meet clients or meeting clients in general, seminars, meetings, um, maybe not so much as an a fee base versus commission base. But that's 
that's to each their own. That's subjective. You have to figure out if you were or were not affected, but you know, we can move on. Right. Well, an important piece to that though, is that even if you as an advisor, your business is not one that qualifies. The reality is you probably have, as an advisor, you probably have small business owners as your clients and being up to speed on this, even if you're not the, you know, quote tax guy, uh, you know, you should be aware because obviously it's a conversation that you could really benefit your small business owner that owns the restaurant, that owns the yep. little office, that owns the UPS it's, it's store, It's definitely helpful. So, it's definitely helpful to know this. Yeah. So. Uh, a couple of the things from, a, from an individual client perspective that really stood out to me uh, was that the 10% penalties being waived if you took distributions from your qualified retirement account. And I think that's interesting because obviously waiving that penalty, it's sort of the short-term gain, long-term pain, right? I mean, I understand if people need to eat and need to pay their rent and those sorts of things, well, obviously they, they got to do what they got to do. And we're all here to help in that uh, manner. But, um, you know, it begs the question, you know, from a financial planning standpoint, this is a great time to talk to people about, hey, let's remember we said three to six months, maybe we need more than that, right? Um, anyway, but that's that's one item. And a second item, just yeah. sort of a quick hitter, is that, I don't know if you caught this or not, but RMDs are being waived for 2020. And not only are they being waived if you haven't taken it yet, but there's a provision that allows you, if you had taken it, to put it back. And so for clients that, uh, you know, that are, are in that mode where they're supposed to take it but don't need to, I mean, it's, you know, is it helpful? Well, it means they have less money in their pocket. But the reality is, if they didn't need to take it, this keeps them from paying taxes on something that they didn't need. And that they didn't uh, need. Yeah, that's huge. I think that's pretty cool. And for those very few that are lucky enough to be turning 70 and a half and their birthday falls where they could have waited and and been able to take two in the same calendar year, you effectively get to waive both. That's interesting. There's a, there's a lucky small percentage that are going to hit that. But again, those are two very simple things that are, again, we're always looking for value adds as advisors, right? We charge a fee. What do we do? Well, guess what? These are value adds. So I, I see the CARES Act as a great opportunity to add more value because you are aware of what's going on and, and talk to the clients. So on that note, uh, Manish, I know you had another uh, topic along the same line with the SBA loans. Uh, you've got more. I don't, I don't have a lot there. You do. So, so fire away from that. Well, first and foremost, everything is being driven through the SBA for all of this stuff. So even the payroll protection stuff, um, it's it's all being driven through the SBA. So just like FEMA's handling some of the emergency responses to the COVID crisis, um, the SBA is handling uh, things for, for small business when it comes to helping out here. So one of the things that uh, I've read on multiple sites, including the actual bill, but I haven't been able to confirm with the bank, is that if you have an existing SBA loan, the SBA apparently is going to pay six months of principal and interest on that loan. It will not have to be repaid. It's not deferment. They are actually paying it. And so that is huge for people who who have these loans um, and are affected. And even if you're not affected, I don't think they're means testing this at all. They're just saying, look, six months, here you go. Um, And so that's one thing. The second part of this is, if you have an SBA loan, and let's say this has a lot of catches to it, maybe they don't do it, it, banks are willing and able to 
renegotiate terms. Um, I think the government's going to play a backstop in this role uh, and allow you to possibly get your rate lowered, possibly, you know, def- um, you know, spread out the term. So if you have an SBA loan, if you have a client with an SBA loan, I think it's important to reach out and make sure you're on top of it for them. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great advice. Um, like anything, right? You don't, you don't know what you don't know. And, and I think digging into this is worth, again, it's just another value add. Um, one of the things I, I, I will do is in the show notes, we'll also put a link to the CARES Act that, that was uh, provided by the U.S. Senate. So uh, that'll... Wait, wait, wait. You're going to put a link to all 800 pages? That should be interesting. The, I read 300 of them, well, by the way, and then I quit. Well, let me let me rephrase that. There is a sort of a short version that I found that was oh. from the U.S. Senate. Yeah. If you really need to sleep, <laughs> read 800. Uh, for the record, I read zero yeah. of the full report. Um, well, you don't have kids. I have to hide at times, and yeah. sometimes that's what... Dad, Daddy's got a small so. book to read. <laughs> and yeah. then put 800 pages in front of him. Uh, all right. So on that note, let's jump to another topic. Uh, and this is something that uh, you wrote in our monthly commentary, which we just released uh, a little bit about, and that is head fakes. And the market is what it is where, you know, we had a 32% decline and then, you know, what, a 20% bump, whatever it was. And then the market started rolling over a yeah, little bit again. So, so let's, let's is, uh... dig, dig in on this. <laughs> So this got me fired up a little bit because the Wall Street Journal put out a tweet and the, the headline was that the new bull market has begun. Uh, Dow rallies 20% from lows three days ago. And so two things come to mind. Number one, th- these outlets need to stop hiring 20-year-olds to write their headlines, um, first and foremost. And number two, it would start getting me thinking about you know the definition of a bull market. And you know you and I agreed that you know we're gonna that'll be a topic for a future podcast. And I want to write write a blog on it because I think there's a lot of uh, misinformation or, or maybe not misinformation, different definitions. Yeah. Uh, there, there's no right or wrong answer here. And so we wanted to go back and say, look, are you aware of, of the multiple head fakes? And we call it head fakes, but bear market rallies that have happened over time. And you go back to the Great Depression, there's astonishingly four 20 to 40 percent rallies on the way down to a 85 percent decline on the S&P 500. And for those of you who think Great Depression stats are useless, let's fast forward 2000 to 2003. There were four separate rallies of 19, 21, 21, and 21% on the way down to a 51% drawdown. And so it's, you know, my favorite investment saying is always when in doubt, zoom out. I've mentioned that multiple times because you just can't get caught up in these in these you know rallies. Yes, they're impressive. They're twenty percent great, but we're still in the downtrend. We're still in a bear market, and uh, you know we just wanted to highlight that you, you got to understand that these things are normal. You know these these head fakes or bear market rallies. Right. Well, this is one of the like I said, I I was actually excited when I saw the commentary uh, because it was a little bit different flavor than than uh, some of them you've done before. Uh, same structure, but but a little bit different content approach. Um, one of the things I wanted to point out is that we, you know, look, we're going to uh, put a link in the show notes for the sign-up ability if you are not getting our monthly commentary and you're an advisor and you would like to receive that. Uh, certainly you can go to the show notes once this is released next week and, and, uh, and sign up. We'd be glad to share that with you on an ongoing basis because, again, uh, one of the knowing how many different things that I've seen in my uh, history and due diligence and so forth is the fact that every single commentary you put in, what's 
you know, your take, what's positive, what's neutral, what's negative, and and really dig into that uh, and what a what a conclusion is. So it's it's a little bit more definitive than folks that are just saying, well, the market is up X and X Y Z is a broad, you know, BS. Like you actually say something and you give your opinion and, and stick to it. So. On that whether, note, whether right or wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, and and uh, the reality is sometimes you highlight at the very beginning, uh, uh, maybe three months ago you made a statement that turns out to not be, you know, it just didn't turn out to be the way you expected. Well, and you listen, admit that, yeah, I'm so. going to do that. I'm going to go back and I'm going to, you know, there's 17 years of commentary. I'm going to go back and find every single thing we said that was wrong because, you know, if you're going to take a stand, it's not always going to be right. right. So. Anyway, moving on. All right, so moving on. Um, I'm gonna. This is one that uh, I get pretty hop on a soapbox for, and and that is a phrase that's been used the last two or three market iterations where we've had upheaval, and that is it's a new paradigm. Now I hated that phrase, but I think in this particular case I'm gonna pick on something where I think it does actually fit, and that is working from home. I think there's a, going to be a major change within the next 12 months uh, when we're past some of this where. People will work from home. They will want to do more things from home. Um, and whether it be advisors, right, for, for folks like those listening, maybe you end up meeting more clients via a, a web-type conference call uh, or some other iteration rather than driving to their house or them driving to your office. Manish, do you, do you think uh, you're going to see some things like that in a similar fashion? Yeah, I think businesses, especially, you know, let's pick on someone that we work with, right? We, we are back office technology partners, Orion Advisor Services. Mm-hmm. And within a short amount of time, they were able to send everyone home because they were forced to. Uh, we haven't seen any service disruptions at all, and things have gone smoothly. Now, if you own that company, all your employees are home. You come back to this humongous office that you're paying so much money for. <laughs> At what point do you sit back and say, um... This is a huge spend. Why do we even need this anymore? Um, and and that, that may be across the board, right? You and I were chatting about car dealerships right. and, um, you know, will Carvana now take over? That may be a little different because you want to maybe touch the product. So maybe services, obviously, you know, gyms, acupuncture, things like that. Uh, but the things that, that you and I do on our daily basis, whether it's buying a house or notaries or things like that, I mean, it's all going to go online. So I would agree with you. I think it's, I would be even more, um, I guess drastic with the statement. I, I think it's going to completely turn on its head, and and seventy to eighty percent of businesses will will not go back to their offices or drastically reduce uh, their commercial office space. I think there's definitely going to be a reduction, and I think it's interesting you mentioned Carvana because they were trying to disrupt the car buying process by not having to physically go to somewhere. You just go online, pick your car, and it's delivered. I feel bad for them a little bit because they were ahead of the game, but now you see like Hyundai is offering on TV. They're doing advertisements where look, you can you don't even have to come to us. You can buy your car, we'll deliver it, and it will even waive payments if you're affected by the you know lose your job or something for six yeah, months. So they're starting to catch up, right? And- so instead of being ahead of the curve, all the other ones now are forced to catch up and get into that game. And I don't think there were any of them that were looking at that as a reasonable way to sell a car until now so yeah i mean some of well, these that, things listen, are... that's a that's a that's a wonderful point because to your point the established folks that have been ignoring this for a while uh have now been forced right <laughs> so they they got their um 
you know, they, they, this made them sort of adjust their plans. So, yeah, I think you're, I think we're going to see so many changes along these lines. And there you go. It's a new paradigm. All right. So on that note, uh, what recommendations do you have, Manish? <laughs> um, I have something called BookRoo, um, and we'll put it in the show notes. Essentially, it's a subscription service for curated list of books, and you can do it by age. So if it's three to six, six to nine. And we got this initially as a gift for our kids, and it's it's phenomenal because you go to the library and it's it's just overwhelming to pick books for kids. You just start throwing shit in the cart. Um, but with Book Roo, they they come in and and will uh, curate a special list, and uh, I think it's like fifteen bucks a month. You get a couple books, and so even if it's not for yourself, if you don't have kids, I think it's a uh, a wonderful gift idea personally. I'm sorry, I had to laugh because I just I have this vision of you spending about 30 seconds looking at a book in the library, see if that's right for one of your kids, and and and, and then you just just throw it in the cart and you just grab two well, or three so more I, and throw it I, in the I, cart. I'll tell you how I do it. So I walk in and I and I remember the last time I was there and I go to like the B section or the C section and just dump five in and leave. Like I mean whatever they, they don't know the difference <laughs> yeah uh, all right so on that note uh what do you I've got? got yeah so i've got uh, you know i like to fish i like to bass fish um i'm gonna throw out that uh you know i've tried a lot of different combinations some pre-made rod and reels some i buy a rod i buy a reel i put them together and i gotta say uh lose number one is my favorite company for for on either side of that equation but uh the lose mach 2 speed spool is a combo they make a number of different combinations right but that specific one we'll put it in the show notes uh it's the best do all anything i want to do rod and reel combo so you know if you're gonna i've had people ask me like well, well where do i, I start can i interrupt you yeah. for a second yeah what the hell is what are you talking about like what is this uh, can you explain for the people who don't know i don't know what you're talking about absolutely well i kept it fairly short but i i like to fish for largemouth bass all right you have okay. a rod and reel go fishing and you can buy these different pieces, put them together, uh, you know, a, 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 a different brand of rod than reel. But bang for the buck, I think the, the, the Speed Spool Mach 2 from Lou's, it's L-E-W apostrophe S, is the best starting point. Instead of trying to figure out what goes together, it's already together. You can go to Bass Pro Shop. I got you. So it's a rod, rod and reel rod combination. Rod and reel combination. Yeah. So I got you. Yeah, and you can you can flip, you can pit. You, there's all kinds of things you can do. Put just about anything on the end, and it's going to work. Um, and that's cool. that's that's worth uh, worth the money. So if I had to have one, that's the one I would have. So, on that note, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, and uh, uh, look out for the show notes. We'll have the monthly commentary and a couple of these good links for our random podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you, sir. Take care, guys. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.